Veritas Academy was chosen by Niche as the number one Christian and private school in Northern Virginia and third in the state of Virginia. Visit the National Landing Campus and join the Headmaster for Coffee every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. VeritasAcademyDC.com, VeritasAcademyDC.com. On News Talk 105.9 WMAL. O'Connor and Company. It is Tuesday, February 28th, last day of February. No major snowstorms this month, Julie Gunlock. I think I called that one, didn't I? You did. You did. You seem really excited about that. Mm. At 635, we're going to speak with Adam Kissel of Heritage Foundation about today's Supreme Court arguments over the Biden loan bailout scheme. At 705, James Rosen, White House correspondent for Newsmax. 805, April Miller from the Maryland House of Delegates about their legislative session winding down. Ditto in Richmond, Virginia, but we're going to speak with the Lieutenant Governor, Winsome Sears, about that. And then at 835, Matt Schlapp from CPAC. Give us a preview of the big goings-on. We're going to be live from CPAC this Thursday and Friday. Our coverage brought to you by our pals at Media Research Center. Speaking of that, maybe Brent Bozell is going to be on the panel that I'm moderating. Along with uh, the Libs of TikTok woman. I keep calling her the Libs of TikTok woman. I, 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 I want to respect her anonymity, even though she's out there. And Oh, she's she's writing children's books. Chaya uh, Rachik, I believe. Yes, Chaya Rachik. Um, she's a Libs of TikTok person. Yeah. She's doing Libs great work. Libs she's doing TikTok. great work. She she's fantastic. Uh, just, just like, uh, just like, like you said, we get in trouble for you know, m- absolutely deliberately misrepresenting what Abrar Omesh said. Oh, by the way, I just heard John Matthews' report. Apparently, we misrepresented Abra Omesh's comments about Iwo Jima because she's Muslim. What? Yes, yes, we deliberately misrepresented her <laughs> statements because she's Muslim. And I want to remind you how we misrepresented her statements. We let you hear exactly what she said. Yes. How dare we? How dare we let you hear exactly what she said precisely right from her own yeah, mouth? Yeah, I guess that's the racism of low expectations, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, if you, you look in the history of anti-Muslim hatred worldwide, and we all have one thing in common. We always let you hear exactly what somebody says verbatim, and there's nothing worse than yeah. that. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. She'll be president someday. She will. Yeah, um, so yesterday we told you, about the Department of Energy's Intelligence Division now saying that the most likely reason that COVID-19 plagued our planet was because it leaked out of that lab right there in Wuhan that is designed to doctor with and manipulate the coronaviruses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as John Stewart so aptly said, you know, if, if you had a leak of chocolate somewhere in the vicinity of Hershey, Pennsylvania... You might not immediately think, well, some weird animal food that people were eating around here created some sort of bizarre chocolate concoction. No, you might want to talk to the people at Hershey and say, hey, did you leak some chocolate? Yeah. You know what I love, though? I love the idea that all these people who were shushing us and telling us not not don't even suggest that it was you know leaked from the lab because that's racist yeah okay which that that connection was always bizarre for me but i love the idea that some dude eating a bat wasn't racist but right. which is what they preferred <laughs> us to they wanted us to say no 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 it was like some dude sat down to yeah. a, you know a bowl of bat soup and that wasn't racist but like the leak from a from a a lab designed 
to design these things wasn't yeah. yeah I got it was right it's so confusing people well it was so also to protect Anthony Fauci and the yes. US government because we funded a lot of that research in Wuhan in 2020 Senator Ted Cruz who maybe knows a little bit more about this than somebody from a social media you know <laughs> department at the Wall Street Journal um, he penned a op-ed said lab leak most likely origin of the COVID-19 pandemic Glenn Kessler he's the guy with the Pinocchios at Washington yep. Post he attacked that and said, you know, we've talked to the scientists, and the scientists say that's not the case. Um, my favorite is the CNN headlines. Lab leak COVID-19 theory is like something out of a comic book, virologist says. Nearly 30% in the U.S. believe a coronavirus theory that almost certainly is not true. Uh, the, the the multiple headlines from the New York Times and uh, Huffington. Senator Tom Cotton, yeah, Cotton also uh, said this uh, at the Republican National Convention for Donald Trump in, I believe it was July or August of 2020, gave a speech talking about how China had allowed this virus to leak and then has lied and covered up about it. Again, these are this is in 2020. This is months yes. after the leak. Yes. New York Times, Senator Tom Cotton repeats fringe theory of coronavirus origins. CNN, Tom Cotton playing a dangerous game with his coronavirus speculation. Yep. Huffington Post, don't listen to Senator Tom Cotton about coronavirus. And now we've got the Biden administration's Department of Energy finally saying, by the time this is over, it's like, well, of course the virus leaked from the Wuhan lab. <laughs> Only those tinfoil hat and Alex Jones conspiracy theorists would deny that at this point. What crazy person thought it came from bat soup? Right. Mm. So yesterday, the White House had to respond to this growing story because finally, you know, because the New York Times... The same publication that said that this was a wildly speculative conspiracy theory when a sitting U.S. Senator Tom Cotton put it out there. Now the New York Times, because somebody anonymously leaked them a tip from the Department of Energy, now suddenly the media has to pay attention. Let's, let's not forget, also just want to remind everyone that this is the same New York Times who basically said that Trump was a Manchurian candidate, right, for years and years. So mm -hmm. like, this is a, you know, a long, among a long list of things that they have gotten wrong over the last couple of years. But go right. on, Larry. Yes. But let, and let's and, and we're going to spend a little time on this because you should hear what Jake Sullivan had to say about it. You should hear what John Kirby yesterday at the White House had to say about it. But can we be clear here for a minute? And I know this is going to sound naive, but the White House, which is the executive branch of our constitutional republic, the White House, which represents the people of the United States on the world stage, yep. the White House doing the business of the American people, one would think would seize on this story and say, yeah, we, gotta, we, we, we have a problem. China is a problem. Look at all of the other things on the world stage that China is doing. And, and yes, our own Department of Energy has intelligence that suggests that this did leak from the lab. And if that's the case, it means, obviously, it, re it, it, it confirms that they've been lying from day one. It confirms that they haven't cooperated with us and with the World Health Organization and with the UN. People have died worldwide. Our economy was crippled. Businesses were shut down. Children's futures were left hanging in the balance, all because of this virus. And not only did it have, you know, could have been nefariously leaked or it could have been out of inept uh, uh, negligence in Wuhan. But either way, China has lied from day one about it. And the White House, this the White House would be celebrated on yep. this radio program if they stepped up yesterday and said, we are going to call China out. We want to get to the bottom of it. 
there's no no avenue will be uninvestigated to yeah. find out exactly what China knew and when they knew it. We would be cheering yes. John Kirby and Jake Sullivan and the Biden administration if they did that. There is no political downside. And yet yesterday they contorted themselves and bent over backwards to defend China, to defend China, not us, not the American people. They wanted to make sure that China knew that, oh, you sure it's in the New York Times, but we have, we have, we're not taking it that seriously. Yeah. And it's clear that Fauci's main concern was our relationship with China from the very beginning back to 2021. He was warned. He was told that this is likely coming from the lab and he killed that information. He killed that information because he was more worried about the U.S. relationship with China yeah. than for the American people. That is terrifying. All right. And by the way, this is a theory that has been there since March, March of 2020. Yes. You know, like as soon as our businesses shut down, when we did, you know, 15 days to yeah. stop the yeah. spread, people were like, hey, there's a lab right there. There's a lab right in Wuhan. And they're telling us it came from bat soup in the open air market. Yeah. That doesn't seem to make sense. You're right. It was 2020. I said 2021. But you're right. It goes all the way back to 2020. All right. So uh, we're, we're going to remind you what they said then because they had a presidential election to win. And we'll remind you what they're saying now, because, you know, they've got relationships with some pretty big businesses that are funding the Biden family. And the defense of China yesterday from the Biden administration over the lab leak. But first, it's 6.15, WMAL traffic and weather every 10 minutes. First on the fives, Lisa Baden in the... WMAL. Making sense of the news. Live from the Home Paramount Pest Control Studios. Home Paramount, the leader in pest control since 1939. On the next Vince Colony Show, the biggest threat to the left, the truth. It tells you a lot. Join us 3 to 6 right here on WMAL. And yes, we are tracking that officer-involved shooting in Columbia Heights with a uh, fatality. A man found dead in an alleyway in northwest D.C., as you just heard from Lisa Baden, that is locking things up there in the 14th Street Corridor, and we'll continue to track that story and give you more details as they become available. But oftentimes, uh, with an officer-involved shooting, the first details you get leaked are generally not true. So we'll do our best to sort it through and sift it through for you. But that is definitely messing up your commute if you're coming in from Maryland. Meantime, let's get back to what the White House was saying yesterday. John Kirby. Now, this is a guy who was an admiral in the military. He was the chief spokesman for the Pentagon under Barack Obama. Then he took a job at CNN during the Trump administration to basically attack and criticize CNN. Now he's got a job back with the Biden administration, uh, national security apparatus. He's, again, a spokesperson for them. But, but sadly, because of that record, there's just so much you can believe from this guy. And here's what he had to say yesterday to reporters who were specifically saying, hey, you've got intelligence officials at the Department of Energy now saying that this is the most likely thing. And it's the most logical likely result of, of where COVID-19 came from. Listen to John Kirby. And when you hear what he has to say, listen to what I read into his tone and his approach here, that there is basically not a huge level of interest in getting to the bottom of this. We've seen this, by the way, from Biden as well, when he's back, you know, what are you doing to find out the origins of COVID-19? We heard this from Jen Psaki as well and from Karine Jean-Pierre. There's this almost shrug, like, oh, at this point, what difference does it make? I mean, the oh, the origin Shades of, of the virus. Yep. Yeah, it, oh, does it really matter? Of course it matters. Of course it matters. Did they do it deliberately? Was it out of negligence? Either way, if this leaked from their lab, they've been lying 
from day one while Americans have died. Why is the lie that important? I interviewed Mike Pompeo when he was still Secretary of State in the midst of the pandemic, and he said if we, China has not cooperated at all from the beginning of this, we were hoping to get the earliest version of the virus so that we could do some DNA testing on it, so we could look at where this virus came from, so we could replicate it in the lab, so we could come up with a vaccine, a real vaccine. Yes. And China never cooperated. That that was part of the therapy. Scientists yeah. and doctors wanted to have the earliest version of this coronavirus so that they could actually find something to cure people who get it or to find an inoculation to it. China still hasn't given us that. Well, and, and, and Larry, the reason it matters is we don't want this to happen again. This is terrifying. You know why it matters? Because people died in hospitals by themselves. An entire generation has been really crippled because of this educationally there are so many reasons why this matters and for someone like me who who watches as government officials just sort of shrug and do that whole hillary what difference does it make it is terrifying because this could happen again and without thoughtful analysis of how they reacted they could do it again yeah why does it matter because it's the truth and the truth should still matter So let's go to John Kirby, whose job is to speak on behalf of the White House on matters like this. Here's how important the truth is to him. The president made uh, trying to find the origins of code a priority Uh when he came into office. And he's got a whole of government effort designed to do that. Uh, There is not a consensus right now in the U.S. government about exactly how COVID started. Uh, there is just not an intelligence community consensus. And I would add that one of the things the president did was he he's the one who tasked the national labs, which were put up through the Department of Energy, to study this as well. So it wasn't just an effort that was confined to the intelligence community. That work is still ongoing. It's been three years since the COVID-19 worldwide outbreak. It's been two years since these people took office and we don't have a consensus. But boy, oh boy, they were Johnny on the spot with an intelligence community consensus on Russian collusion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Trump's in bed with Putin. They were Johnny on the spot with an intelligence community consensus on the origins of the Hunter Biden laptop. Oh, yeah. That's disinformation. Don't be publishing that stuff. Oh, they had their consensus in order immediately when those stories broke. But here we are three years later. Yeah, we still don't have a consensus on whether the COVID-19 virus maybe came from bat soup in an open air market or maybe leaked out of the lab just a mile away from that open air market where they spend day and night researching COVID-19 like coronaviruses in the lab. We're not so sure. We don't have a consensus. You know, maybe they should have Donald Trump and and his sons involved with some strippers uh, uh, urinating on a hotel bed there in Wuhan. Then suddenly they'll come up with a consensus. But short of that, nah, we're not so sure. All right. A little bit more on this coming up at 620. It was May of 2020 when we were still in the middle. I think it was the 15 days to stop the spread that had been extended to 30 days by that time, maybe 40 days. We're still in the middle of it, aren't we? (laughs) It's not over. Stopping the spread yet? Um, It was May of 2020 when John Roberts of Fox News had an interview with Donald Trump. And uh, let's remind you what he said. Here's cut 21. Have you seen anything at this point that gives you a high degree of confidence that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was the origin of this virus? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And I think that the World Health Organization should be ashamed of themselves because they're like the public relations agency for China. And this country pays them almost $500 million a year. 
And China pays them $38 million a year. And uh, whether it's a lot or more, it doesn't matter. It's still they shouldn't be making excuses when people yeah. make horrible mistakes. There you go. Especially. Now, listen, uh, if President Trump was prepared to say that at a press conference, he also should have had the intelligence community release what they knew. All right. So so listen, I, I, I it's frustrating that he would say that as president and then not back it up with releases from the now. I have no doubt that the intelligence community said, no, Mr. President, we're not going to do that. Exactly. But he should have been able to override them and say, no, I'm the president. Go ahead and put it out there. Uh, but the reaction back then uh, cut cut 24. Listen to this one from CNN. And then there's this theory, widely debunked. This paper from two Chinese researchers. There you go, widely debunked. Is- and uh, uh, cut 26, Jimmy Kimmel on a nightly basis. It's also pushing U.S. intelligence to find evidence for this theory that the virus was accidentally released from a lab in Wuhan. That's his new angle to feed the wing nuts, wing nuts. Uh, to treat this virus like it was a conspiracy of some kind. <laughs> there you go. Um, this, this sneering, looking down your nose that you wing nuts, that you would dare think this. And you were right. You were right. We were right. No apologies. None. Move on. Yeah. Thankfully, it's nothing important. What difference really. does it make? Yeah. Really? You know, it's not like our lives were affected by this. It's not like we should be concerned about future breakouts. We've got James Rosen coming up at 7.05 to talk about this. We've got more actually on the rewriting of history and that's coming up as well at 6.30. WMAL-FM Woodbridge, Washington. A cumulus media station. Making sense of the news. News Talk 105.9. Now on News Talk 105.9 WMAL. O'Connor and Company. Good Tuesday morning to you. Thanks for listening to O'Connor and Company. We're going to richly reward you for your loyalty coming up at 705. James Rosen, Newsmax White House correspondent. We'll find out what he thought the scene was like there in the briefing room when reporters finally started to ask questions about the Wuhan lab leak story. 805 April Miller, member of the House of Delegates in Maryland, and then at 815, Lieutenant Governor of Virginia Winsome Sears. Veritas Academy was chosen by Niche as the number one Christian and private school in Northern Virginia and third in the state of Virginia. Visit the National Landing Campus and join the Headmaster for Coffee every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. VeritasAcademyDC.com, VeritasAcademyDC.com. Business has always been about turning a profit making money but can it stand for something more something beyond dollars and cents we think so we think that today business has a higher calling a purpose to be fair and just to do right by their workers customers communities and the environment and it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line when you see the just capital seal it means this company is a force for good visit justcapital.com to learn more 835 match slap of CPAC. Give us a preview of the big proceedings there this week. Larry O'Connor alongside Julie Gunlock. And Julie, today's a big day in the Supreme Court. They will hear arguments over the Biden administration's student loan debt relief scheme that is completely unconstitutional. So sometimes if you're a Supreme Court justice, you see something like this. Like, do we even have to bother with the arguments here? Can we please just so obvious? But maybe it isn't. I've seen other obviously unconstitutional things make it through SCOTUS. So let's bring an expert in, Adam Kissel. He's the visiting fellow for higher education reform in the Center for Education Policy at Heritage Foundation. Hey, Adam, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for being here. 
How do you expect these arguments to go to them? I and mean, what I, I saw a report out there that uh, Biden is confident that this will pass constitutional muster. What, didn't he use some post 9-11 emergency provision to justify this? He did. It's called the HEROES Act, and it's meant for our nation's heroes, uh, military and veterans. But somehow it's being applied to 40 million other Americans uh, and another 100 million Americans are going to have to pay for it. It's expensive, so, it's unjust, and it's unlawful, yeah. So, so when, when Biden's people have to argue this in front of the Supreme Court, do they actually have to contort themselves and twist themselves in such a way to say, well, you know, when, when the Congress post-9-11, 2001, 2002, passed the HEROES Act, they really had in mind people who had to be quarantined during a pandemic 22 years later. Are they even going to make that argument? Is that is that the, their basis? Or do we not even worry about the intent of legislators when they pass a law anymore? Uh, well, they are going to say that one of the original people who designed the HEROES Act uh, filed a brief saying, oh, yeah, I, I did actually mean that after all, although <laughs> others didn't. And Nancy Pelosi said, you know, you're not allowed to do it. Biden himself said, you know, I don't think I'm allowed to do this. But then he changed his tune. Do you think this will be just party line? I mean, it'll it'll be just straight, you know, as we've seen other, um, you know, like Dobbs and other decisions coming down from the court where it's, you know, conservative j- justices on one side. And if if we do see that, what will you know, this this will obviously um, be in our favor. But what will the uh, more liberal justices, what will their excuse be? Well, I think we're probably going to do better than 6-3. Mm-hmm. And one reason is that even the Washington Post, which is as far left as they are <laughs> in their editorial side, said, you know, this is crazy. You shouldn't do this. And even if even they understand, then I, I have even more hope for the liberal justices uh, that they're going to see this is unconstitutional, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there other aspects to the oftentimes when the Supreme Court takes something up, it's to set precedent or clarify existing precedent over mm-hmm. other administrative actions that are inconsistent with either the Constitution or written statute. Is there anything else like that that's sort of looming with this argument that we're missing? Uh, we're not missing it, but it's important to look at the major questions doctrine. I know it's early in the morning for, for listeners, but <laughs> major go. questions doctrine. Yeah, well, hold on. Is this going to be on the <laughs> right? test? I need coffee. <laughs> major questions doctrine says, look, a, an agency like the Education Department or the Environmental Protection Agency can't do something that has vast economic and political implications unless they have clear congressional authorization. And that's because the non-delegation doctrine says Congress can't just give its power away and have some agency make up some $400 billion cost. But that's what's happened here. That's what happened in West Virginia versus EPA. So the Supreme Court said, look, EPA can't do this huge environmental regulation. In the same way, other agencies in the education department can't do huge things like forgive student debt. So if the Supreme Court explains it and says major questions doctrine really means what we think it says, mm-hmm. that'll affect lots of other agency actions. Let's not forget, Joe Biden plowed ahead with this thing, even though a, a court had already sort of uh, suspended operations, said, hold on, we're not going yeah. through with this program until the Supreme Court has a say in it. He went ahead and plowed through. He set up a website so that people could put their names and all their information in so that they could get their $10,000. He did it all right before the midterm elections, and it apparently worked. There were a lot of mm. people 
who voted for Democrats because they liked the free money that Uncle Joe was going to give them. And so to reinforce the political aspect of this, uh, Adam, they're going to be busting in protests. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of protesters are being busted in by advocacy groups, groups like uh, the Hip Hop Caucus, the <laughs> National Council of Jewish Women, the NAACP, because this is all about racial justice, wow. apparently, or gender justice, because if you don't approve of this unconstitutional student loan bailout, you're racist. But that's what the, the images in front of the Supreme Court are going to look like. There's this huge groundswell of support. Well, you know, although we have a democracy, the Supreme Court uh, probably doesn't take much notice of uh, people screaming on the steps. Heritage Foundation is going to be out there, too, uh, probably a little quieter. <laughs> but uh, the right thing is to follow the Constitution, and that's that's pretty much what they do. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's but you know who won't be news. out there. There, there, there won't be anybody out there. I mean, maybe Heritage will be supporting them, but there won't be representatives of all of the car mechanics and HVAC repairmen, and and uh, people who who never even went to college or maybe right. got a a trade uh, degree. You know, in you know electricians and things like that. They're the ones who will pay for this. Yet they never. They, what did they get? They didn't get their tuition for their for their trade school paid for. But now you've got people with doctorate degrees who have student loan debt who will get bailout money from the person who's going to be fixing their Toyota next week. It's deeply unfair. In fact, the cutoff for for a a, a, a couple is two hundred fifty. Veritas Academy was chosen by Niche as the number one Christian and private school in Northern Virginia and third in the state of Virginia. Visit the National Landing Campus and join the headmaster for coffee every Tuesday morning at nine a.m. VeritasAcademyDC.com. VeritasAcademyDC.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. If you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else, that can often lead to ongoing resentment, which then poisons a relationship subtly, slowly, but it does. And if he doesn't want to let you down, then your dreams matter. Afford Anything, wherever you listen thousand dollars that's about eight times the median income for a single person in, in west virginia mm. it, you right, sound very confident you, you you it sounds to me like you think this isn't even a close call with this with scotus is that is that what i'm reading on the, on the yeah on the merits people say it's a closer call on standing so has there been anybody who's been harmed enough to get into oh. court so the france supreme court says right yeah and we think we think that uh, among the six states that have, have sued, that there's enough standing, that there's a, a loan servicer in Missouri that can definitely show that they, they're they losing money because of this. Mm. But there's others, too. Also, isn't it uh, so, the case so that standing is going to be what we're here. Isn't it the case, though, that if there's a question of standing, usually it doesn't make it this far to actual arguments at the Supreme Court? Don't they sort of do, you know, settle that before it gets this far? Uh, well, it'll be very interesting if the Supreme Court says that Missouri servicer doesn't have standing because the lower court didn't even reach the other five states because they said, oh, once Missouri is in, we don't have to look at standing. Wow. So one possible weird outcome is the Supreme Court says, yeah, nobody has standing, but we're going to let a lower court look at the other five states first and then uh, just keep it in limbo. Interesting. All right, we'll watch it. Adam Kissel, great stuff as usual from the Heritage Foundation. Thanks for joining us. I've been telling you for weeks these stories about Jeff Bezos putting in a bid to buy the Washington Commanders football team. Uh, it should be 
looked at with a very skeptical viewpoint because I told you I have sources over there in Ashburn who have told me that Dan Snyder will never willingly sell to Jeff Bezos. Right. That's how ugly it is. He would rather take less money than sell to Jeff Bezos willingly. Now, he might be forced. NFL may f- tie his hands and force him. But as of now, he won't do it willingly, right? Yeah. Well, Larry, can I ask, what's the what's the background on that? Really quickly, I probably caught you off guard there. But no, I- I've, I've, been, I've been here for 10 years, and I've, I've actually been one of the people uh, in, in media in Washington, D.C., who immediately didn't knee-jerk hate Dan Snyder and just follow the... <laughs> The same marching band as a Dan right, Snyder's right. evil. Dan Snyder's. I, I've actually had an open mind, and yeah. so uh, some people over in Ashburn talked to me. Okay, so um, that was confirmed over the weekend, right? That oh, turns out Jeff Bezos is not allowed to bid. Well, uh, now here's the new news cycle. Listen to ABC Seven Scott Abraham, nice guy. I've met him before. Reporting on the latest development in the Bezos versus Snyder drama. Listen. Just add yet another layer to this ongoing sale of the Washington Commanders. According to a Washington Post report, owner Dan Snyder and his attorneys have demanded that fellow NFL owners and the league protect him against future Yeah, there you go. That's that's all you need to hear. And every ESPN and all these people are running with this story, and it's outrageous. It's all based on an an anonymous report from where? The Washington Post. (laughs) Julie, who owns the Washington Post? Oh, wow. Jeff Bezos. And now you've got everyone in the media because they hate Dan Snyder, just knee-jerk, reflexively. They're all doing Jeff Bezos' bidding by repeating this story that is single-sourced to the Washington Post, owned by Jeff Bezos, who wants to get this football team and so and and everyone in the media is going along saying yeah that's right they might force dan snyder listen they might force dan snyder out but i assure you it is a hundred percent true and i've been saying it for weeks months actually he will never sell this team willingly to jeff bezos because jeff bezos actually is the person in this town that people should immediately reflexively refer to as an evil human being the way they should be treating jeff bezos the way they treat dan snyder because with jeff bezos it's true yeah you know, when I grow up, I'm going to be a reporter because you can write stories with one anonymous source. And yes. that anonymous source can be your eight-year-old child. It is insane how the Washington Post operates right. these days. Exactly. Think about it for a bit. Jeff Bezos hates the commander, and he runs the newspaper that has been running all of these exposés on this team. If he gets into the bidding process, he has access to all of the private financials yep. of this team. You don't think that's going to leak to right. one of the reporters right. over the Washington Post. I want this article from the Washington Post to say, according to sources close to the uh, purchasing process, my <laughs> boss. According to, just say it, according to Bezos. According to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I mean, anonymous reports. Yes. Yeah. It's 6.53. Making sense of your world. Thanks for taking my call. News Talk 105.9 WMAL. Greatly appreciated. Making sense. Veritas Academy was chosen by Niche as the number one Christian and private school in Northern Virginia and third in the state of Virginia. Visit the National Landing Campus and join the Headmaster for Coffee every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. VeritasAcademyDC.com, VeritasAcademyDC.com.